I'm no, I'm no bitch. You the bitch. Oh. <laughs> Hey there, welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits at the Recycle Garage in rainy Santa Cruz, California. <laughs> we do have a full house tonight along Big with a house. special guest. Uh, so yes. um, I'm not your host, but I'm the uh, the intro bringer upper guy. Uh, my name is Douglas. <laughs> but you've got the most. Next to me, we got Moin. Say hello. What up? Hey, hey. Cat. Hi. Naked Jim. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say fuck face so bad. <laughs> Do it. Do it. There's Mike over there. How you, how you doing? Ryan. Ryan. We got uh, Charlie's out there. Hi, Mr. Meeseeks. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah. Bagels in the corner. But these go to 11. <laughs> Zach is running the board tonight. Uh, what am I still doing here? We got Knox sitting next to me. Hi. And last but not least, Lizer, your host. We don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> badgers? What? Badgers? 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 Stinky badgers? Thank you, Doug. It's a badger, badger, badger. Yeah, it's true. It's oh, raining, oh, yet oh, we still managed to do stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> there was yeah, stuff. Something. It was actually, yeah, the ground was ideal for the kind of stuff. Yeah, we're it, doing, the, actually. It, yeah we'll get to that. Yeah, it was nice. Go ahead, we'll Liza. So I, I wanted to start first with, I got another new toy yesterday. Yay. What's his name? <laughs> Kit. What's his name? Kit. No, the toy. Dun, 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 dun. Kit. Hello, dun, Michael. <laughs> dun, dun. Um, oh, you're talking about the toy that... We used to dick those no, the guy moped that riders kept, today. That guy I no. saw going in your house late at night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the plumber. That's no road. man. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so last week when we were at the Jameson Classic Motorcycle Museum, and I was in the scooter room, and they had this cherry, just almost mint, except for knock broke the front. Oh, shut up. No, I didn't. Uh, Get the hell out of here. It's a Honda Elite 250. It's a 1987 with 1,600 miles. It's Just, a looker, It's man. very clean. Yeah. It's very clean. And, and I'm like, oh, that's a nice Elite. And they're like, ugh. It's got a Mercedes rear uh, end. We, it's not <laughs> it really, does. it doesn't really it fit. Straight it kind of looks like Mercedes. And yeah, it's got totally. the, the, <laughs> the top case on it has got full functional brake lights and turn signals. And it's even got this like, uh, here I, I am light. It goes from the in to the out to the in. It's just like fucking Knight Rider. And a legit spoiler. Hence the name Kit. So when we were there, they said, yeah, it doesn't really fit our classic museum thing. They said, so if you know anyone looking to you know buy or trade and I went hmm well you know I've been cleaning house a lot and getting rid of all my projects and stinkers and I went you know would you be interested in trading for a 64 Triumph Tiger Cub that's half restored that I started what like Eight years ago, Doug? Oh, you started it when I first started coming yeah. here about six years ago. See, I was yeah, it was right. a while ago. Wow. But you had it for maybe seven years. almost. Um, that I half restored. I rebuilt the engine and the chassis and got it to that point where it's not you know degrading it anymore. It was the it's best I've ever seen it about six years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like I never got around to finishing it. And I, and I thought, well, maybe that would be the perfect trade. And they said, yeah. And the funny thing is uh, they were 
so concerned that I was getting the short end of the stick. And they kept saying, are you sure you want to do this? You sure you want to do it? And hmm. I was so concerned they you were getting the about, short end of the stick. You should have been like, like oh, what about, sure? what about that bike over there? You could do like yeah. a one and a half bike trade. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, yesterday I loaded up the Triumph, took it down to the museum and Emma was just like so pleased. She was going through all the boxes of parts, and I'm like, "Look, it's got the you know original speedometer and original this and original that." She was stoked. They're Does it happy. have the uh, original magic smoke in there too? <laughs> it's, it's in a like a coffee grounds can. Yeah. You just gotta keep it's, it in. It was the perfect trade though, because they got this beautiful old bike they can restore lovingly and yeah. put it in their museum and mm-hmm. show. And we got another scooter that we can tie things to and do a bunch of stupid <laughs> shit I'm, with I'm sure yeah. John, around the I'm parking sure John lot. Dalton wants to ride it right away. Yeah. Yeah. So I, but, you know, I always look out for the bikes and I found the best possible home for that Triumph. Mm-hmm. It's going to be restored by Emma and displayed in a museum. Done deal. Right. Yeah. I'm happy. And there was always like a, a Every time I saw it sitting in that side room, I was going, aww. <laughs> well, I know. I, think- I, I, I always wish that you would continue with the project and everything, but now that it's going to them, yeah, it's never going to get ridden again, probably. No, no, but- no, no. no. Emma restores things to ride. So they don't just yeah. stick them away and clean them off every week. Oh, yeah, no, no, so. no. Yeah, every no. bike in there. Well, they have that. What, what's they're saying? It's like. Don't stow it. It's like like yeah. yeah no, it's either show them, don't stow them, or yeah. ride them, don't hide them. Well, because uh, I remember the first time we went there, we were like, oh, like you can like, take a couple, hang them up on the walls. Like we would never do that because then you couldn't ride them. Yeah, yeah. good. Like, they were appalled at good. that idea. I think it'll be cool to see the bike. Uh, you know, because most people here saw what condition it was in, and then actually get to watch. Uh, you know what they do with it. So I mean, because we go in there, it gets, yeah. it's almost hard to believe. That and that bike will look like any of the bikes that they have. Yeah, in well, there. they're not going to put a bunch of orange and LEDs in it. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Oh. I think the Tiger would look pretty good in orange. Basically, <laughs> I, I feel like that Triumph is Little Orphan Annie, and and she just got a new home with Daddy Woodbox. What, what's yeah. the registration yeah. status on that? Uh, current or on what? It, on the, the Cub. The Cub. No, it's out void. of the system. It's out of the system. <laughs> but I have the original title signed. Okay, sweet. Um, so it's good. Everybody's happy. Good deal, and got to hang out with them and hang out with Emma and Neil, and so we're happy. And yep. uh, the old, my only problem is I told Bagel. I said, "Hey, you know, I was I was never going to come to any of your scooter meets on a crappy old <laughs> elite, but now that I got a nice elite, I might start showing up." And Bagel's like. Let's let's not you know be too hasty. You know there is a pecking order in the scooter world. And, uh, well, you ride an elite, and we ride Vespa, so you got to know your place. <laughs> what? Yeah. I just started waving at you people a month ago. And I said you're totally welcome. Just let me know there might be some people who are prejudiced against Japanese scooters. Yeah. Well, and not to mention, not only you just don't just have one scooter, you have three well, all of a sudden. Yes. And how no, long? No, 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 no. There's four. Four. If four. One of if one of us. If, yeah. one of us. <laughs> if they give you shit, we'll just ro- we'll just roll up on them. If they give me shit, I'm gonna say fuck you. I have a super duke. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> My other Pretty scooter's much. a super duke. Talk about pecking <laughs> order. I got a super duke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that should be a bumper sticker. My other scooter. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yes. Yeah, dude. All right. So, who wants to talk about the dumb stuff we did today? All right. Uh, I turned my bike on. (laughs) I'm going to nominate myself for um, Bonehead of the Day. Hey. So, I spent about like four hours. Okay. So, backtrack a little bit. I got this. (laughs) 
this coming. <laughs> Jixer 750 from uh, one of the San Francisco vampires. Um, Do you know what he's about to say? Uh-huh. Oh, and, uh huh. Oh, yeah. So I, I like first thing I was been there, sitting man. in my driveway for five, you know, nine months. So I'm like, okay, car clean, obviously. So I, that was my focus today. I spent like maybe four hours cleaning the car, like every tiny little crevice, everything, all Pro- the jets, crevasse. meticulously, and so mm. meticulously, <laughs> put it back together, put it on the bike, and I'm like, oh, grab the IV, you know that, um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. and I'm uh, like, Liza, where's the IV? It's, oh, it's outside. Um, just go grab it, and I hooked it up and filled the carbs, and then like liquid started coming out from all types of places on the carburetor, which is another issue, but. I heard. I heard not go. How long was this out in the rain? It didn't look or smell like gas. The fluid. I'm I'm like cupping a a half a cup of of this supposed gas in my hands, trying to catch it as it's coming out. I know. I was. Yeah. I was kind of standing. And so it got. You know. Long story short, it got rained on, and the lid wasn't on, and like. Oh, you know what the lid was? I pumped about 10 ounces of water into the fucking carburetor. Because water is heavier than the gas. The water settled to the bottom of the IV, and there was was an actual line where you could see the gas on top of the water. You know what? I was standing by, and I saw this IV thing with a baggie, like a little baggie as for the lid of it. And I'm looking at it like, okay, that's Wait, what do you call it? You call that WAS, right? And and all the (laughs) water and gas? All the ethanol will just like suck all the water in that's in the environment anyway. So in, in my haste, I just I didn't even check the gas I was putting into it, and and then I was like, I'm looking at the <laughs> IV, and you can see the thing like the gasoline completely separated from. The, yep. Yeah, from it's either else. gonna be Wes or Gorder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he, he, okay. He's really into this right now. Just yeah. it's okay. Just let him have just it. Just let him have it. Yeah. <laughs> Come well, up I mean, with another like, one. <laughs> there are actual leaves inside that IV. There was mosquito larvae. There was a Ziploc bag covering it. Come on. <laughs> there was a rubber band. There was Zika viruses in there. Uh, Zika so, virus. Uh, drain the IV, drain the carbs, flush the carbs with gas, with fresh gas, and then uh, try to start it again. And it actually sputtered once. Um, I don't know the history of this bike whatsoever. It was just dumped in my laps. You know, it said, uh, fix it up, sell it. So we'll split the cost or the, uh, the profit. So, um, Hmm. Uh, I have no idea if it ran or if whatever. So uh, we actually did get a sputter out of it today, and then and then we had to wrap things up. But <laughs> this bike was it was yeah. So, so I hit the starter, and it would start and not sputter, and and I would stop. About five seconds later, bam! Big diesel. How is it diesel? Three times it did that. I don't know how. There was no spark. The ignition was off. I like killed the engine and all that, and then all of a sudden, bam! Maybe it's a combination and of it water flames. It's a combination of four gasoline. things, I think. <laughs> what, what's the name of the bike? It's a 92 Jixxer no, 750. No, no, no. Oh, Ed 209. And what's the catchphrase? You have 20 seconds to comply. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. That says it all. That thing all right. died in the movie, too, didn't it? Yeah. Well, no. It couldn't go downstairs. Yeah. Well, you got it. Oh, then it got blown up. <laughs> yeah. You got Jamie Wells could have put uh, that motherfucker back together. <laughs> no, but it fucking looks like it because it's like gray primered. But, the yeah. gas tank looks like the contour of the top of the shell of this robot in right. Robocop. What it is is that uh, you got 20 <laughs> seconds to cover your ears. You got yeah. 20 <laughs> seconds to run for cover. Yeah. And Doug, did, did you buy that for a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, so, yeah. So, what else did we do today? Cat, you want to tell us what we did today? 
Uh, we we did something called chariot racing today. I got a high five here because we fucking kicked ass. This is the best part because it happened in a full ass parking lot. Yeah, it was awesome. Next to the police station. Hold on, I'd like to get a a. Innocent bias, yeah, an outsider's, outsider's perspective. Perspective, Moyne, can you describe what happened today? <clears throat> it was, uh, it was crazy when I, when I first saw you guys were doing the practice lap. No, no, no. How about when they first came out of the garage with the jumpsuits? <laughs> <laughs> the I, I actually didn't know what to expect, and then we we go to a parking lot. It was it is full with cars, and Liza, <laughs> Liza, like an hour ago, an hour before we were leaving, Liza was like, "Can somebody go check uh, if the the parking lot is empty?" And I think somebody came and said, "Yeah, it's completely empty." And then we that go there, it's, it's full of <laughs> it's full of cars and. And I take out my camera and I see the like the first you know the practice lab and I'm like oh my god, people people of San, San Santa Cruz are crazy, and and then I saw people flying like like somebody would high side and you know slide on the asphalt. No, we we <laughs> have yeah. describe what what the chariot racing actually is. So basically, you take a. a Milk a milk a milk crate yeah. mm-hmm. and put a, a somehow weld a sprocket underneath <laughs> and, rotor, yeah. and oh, then you a big Harley rotor yeah and then you sit on it and you're being pulled by a <laughs> by a scooter because <laughs> when you were pulling pulling somebody on a uh, from a motorcycle it wasn't working and then Liza jumped on a scooter and then it was you know both the teams were working and when you say it, it doesn't work what is that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well maybe that Zach can no I, I so i i was on that i was on my sv and it was it was wrapped on my uh like the kind of the sissy bar like grab the grab, grab bar uh, behind my rear passenger seat and the since that point was so high above the bike center of gravity yeah that as soon as charlie would swing outside it would literally pull the bike completely over to the wrong lean angle <laughs> and then i was trying to counter steer it back and then there would be some slack in the line and it wouldn't be pulling me anymore so the whole bike would like flop back over to that down to the side and then charlie would and then flop it's totally on wrong well you yeah know what would and then the, get drugged the turn you would like slow down a little bit and it jerked the crate that's, forward that, that's because i was i started turning and the bike continued to go directly straight into the car in front of me <laughs> <laughs> i was there i was ready we, to catch we, it. we should mention we were doing this in a parking lot that had cars there so some people had to stand in front of the cars and be deflectors in case yes. Yes. the monkey got there swung were, wide into the car there were play people playing <laughs> soccer right next to the fucking uh, parking yeah. lot and there bagel's job was to on. yell car when a car pulled into the line <laughs> yes. so there yes many levels of sketchy going there was on. some passers-by you know with dogs and stuff like giving us the full-on some guy two-minute eye contact yeah. stare as they walked by yeah. <laughs> It would have been cool to have some gasoline at the finish line. Waiting <laughs> 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 finish line. Okay, so like the race was uh, who was it? Who were the contestants in this? Uh, I was pulling Cat. Cat was my monkey. Well, yeah. who's the winner? Is you the rider the winner? Monkey. Is the driver the winner? It's the or team is the, is the winner. Yeah. Okay. You stole my monkey. It's a whole team. She's sport. a great monkey. And then uh, you it was her first time today, and uh, she did fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. you and Cat, and who was it? Zach and Charlie. Zach and Charlie. And then yeah. Liza and Charlie. Zach and Liza. the fuck out. So two teams couldn't beat Cat and I. Just saying. <laughs> you and Cat had the. You guys no. came once you had your groove going. I think it was the th- the three lap race against Liza, but she had the scooter, not the Versus anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys were hitting your groove because I was like your safety yeah, protection was, there. I was going to yeah. take the hit for the team. And I saw this one and I was, I, I even gave you a hand signal like, slow down, dude. And you were just and cat getting <laughs> out like dirt bike and one leg's way out. She was locked in and you guys, it was so smooth. It was, I saw it was that. I'm like, scary. why are you it telling me to slow down? This yeah. is perfect. 
perfect. It was kind of scary because like you you did that like you've been doing it your whole life. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I've watched a lot of sidecar racing. I don't know anything about sidecar racing, but it seems like it would be uh, transferable over. Like, yeah. yeah. The same, just weight shifting weight. I've never, okay. I've never done well, anything well, like chariot racing, but I have watched about a bazillion hours of sidecar racing, and I really want to okay. be a monkey. So Check I've studied out. that. <laughs> but after this whole thing was done. <laughs> Cat did not decide to get up and just like walk back to the garage. Fuck no. She got a fucking toe all the way from the parking lot to the garage. All the way up the, on, the end of the street. But probably one of the worst paved yeah. streets yeah. in the city. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's the worst I was, I was waiting for you to catch an edge in there. I did, yeah. and yeah. I ate shit hard. This is right I in have... front of the police station. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> did you then continue all the way or no? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she yeah. did. Oh, yeah, she did. All, all the way up the, the driveway back into the garage. I leaned the, the chariot back as we crested the lip of the driveway so that I didn't it's all about the technique shit. yeah I know well Kat I'd like to say you had excellent form you were doing yeah. great yeah. Yeah. and awesome. I, I'd like to say that I thought I did fucking amazing you got me on a corner so good <laughs> yeah. yeah it was that, that second lap of our race and she was waiting on the straightaway for you I decided to, to go I decided to go a little bit wide to get to retain a little bit more speed and not swing her out so far and then all of a sudden fucking lies is right there yeah my inside <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and I had to slow down that. like uh, that was I uh, tipped my hat to you we were watching from watching it from the outside you could tell that like Liza didn't give a fuck about Charlie <laughs> <laughs> like that's what it that was, was. Yeah. No, but she was Not like he'll hold on there he'll was, turn it's I know fine. that I'm if gonna you, get in the I corner was, here if you can cut and throw your monkey into their wheels <laughs> it's, it's well, an advantage I threw okay. cat into your scooter a couple times too so, yeah. so what do you was, think about that Charlie I was holding the oh, I was you terrified were, yeah. the whole time <laughs> you gotta so, I thought I was gonna hit the bike and I was just saying oh fuck and I was leaning over as far as I could <laughs> See, I was having a blast the entire time. The only thing I was worried about is when Doug threw me into Liza's new scooter. So I'm holding up both hands. I'm not even holding on to my fucking chariot at this point. <laughs> holding up both hands, trying to gingerly touch Liza's scooter and push back. <laughs> if you, you think should about have plugged it, though, up the exhaust. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys think about it, though, these scooters are great for this because there isn't yeah. a lot of moving and parts no to get clutch. your hands yeah. in. There's yeah. not a chain. There's so and there's yeah. giant body it, parts. center of gravity. We, we need is we, well, could, was, we should uh, write a letter to the uh, city to, for them to put speed bumps in this. Yeah, I think people are going way too fast. We need speed bumps in that parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> so we need a speed bump. Mike, you got the footage, right? We need, we need, we need the, uh, jumps. In, uh, speed bumps. Speed bumps in there. Yeah, speed, yeah I speed got jumps. A, Did you no, say speed we, jumps? No, speed bumps. Speed bumps. <laughs> jumps. I jump I got, in the middle of a turn, so just a chariot jumps. Yeah, I got a. Um, I got GoPro, and I got. Um, I was running around like like climbing up the light post, taking like overhead shots. So. You managed to catch none of me eating shit. And I'm so excited about that. Yeah. I look so badass. No. There, there's no no uh, pain in there at all. Yeah, I'll put up a video like uh, Gorilla Flat Track, but it'll it, be Chariot. It was, it, a, it was a lot of fun, and I'm glad we got to show Moin some of our stupid stuff. Anybody else do anything stupid today? or? Well, it, it was just so you know, Moin. It was between, well, either we're going to go do a naked ride, or we're going to go do a Gorilla Flat Track in the mud. Or <laughs> gorilla TT. Nobody said anything about a naked ride today. We should have just did an impromptu naked ride. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. I think the chariot racing was um, was much naked more chariots. Went in with the hospital trip. No. The only yeah. exposed part of me, for the record, did get road rash. Um, <laughs> I had your, your about ankle. a centimeter gap in between my shoes and my track it's suit. Called the Achilles. And there is, <laughs> there the Achilles. is road rash there. I would oh. not do naked chariot. The Achilles. Yeah, the naked uh, so, chariot ride comes with a free skin graft. Mm -hmm. right. Hey, Mo um, what's your name? Knock. Yes. Hey, knock. Hi. 
You've got something in your hand there. Oh, I do. I got. I think it's time to share. He's always right. got so, that in his hand. You guys, we got a package from a listener. Okay, it's a small a, package. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to let uh, Sorry, Knock open it up. up. Okay, so this is from listener Alan Pierce, who um, wanted to buy a T-shirt and uh, and 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 where's he from? Where's Alan Pierce this from? Is from? He's from Trump, Trump, Trumsburg, New York. So I got a letter here from him. Yeah. I mailed you guys a couple months ago about buying a t-shirt. I'm finally getting my ass around to following up on it. So he sent the check in here. And then along with the check is a box, which I have not seen yet. And he also smells like weed. Oh, no, that's knock. Does not smell like weed, but... He also bought a calendar. Yes, he bought, oh, a, calendar. He bought a t-shirt and a wow, calendar. Right on. So here's the reveal. And I'm he opening said, Hold on, he says, box. I'm a big fan of what oh. you're doing, so I'm so happy to help by buying swag. Yeah. What's his Hold address on. and routing Shwing. number? <laughs> you didn't read the rest. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what is it? I mean, uh, join our YouTube videos. Keep them coming. Good job, Mike. Uh, really nice to put the faces to the voices I've been hearing. Sheer number of motorcycle-related events in the area make me want to come out and visit for a month or 12 and hang out. Please do. Come on, hang out. <laughs> yeah, dude. Come on, man. Heck you guys. This is a heck you guys need more old farts in your group anyway. I'm a few months older than you. Uh, not that you're an old me. fart, too. Me. Liza. And uh, I also included a little gift for the garage. And uh, I've been listening to your older podcast, and it sounds like you've always needed one of these. Uh, all the best uh, from Tim, uh, Alan, Alan Pierce. Is it go. Dignity? How, how big is, is the box? It's not a lot of Dignity. It's concentrated Dignity. All right, here it is. Oh, shit. Tens. Yes. Oh. Ten millimeter sockets. Yes. Goddamn, son. There's like five of them. There's four. This will last a week. Ten millimeter sockets. Oh, my God. I said that to Zach today. I'm looking for, I'm like, where's my fucking ten millimeter? Yo, Zach, how many times did I lose my ten yesterday? No less than ten. Yes. <laughs> That's epic. Alan Pierce Sweet. of New York, thank epic. you for the tens. Uh, somebody's going to walk away with one of these on accident. <laughs> it was, it was abs- it's absurd how exciting that is. Yeah, that is. Like three yeah. ace drive, cobalt. No, this is rad. This is fucking cool. That's why That's I kept that cool. a secret from y'all so you can oh, read this it is the best. On, the, on the podcast. Thank right. you, yeah, Alan. Thank you, Alan. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, Thanks for listening. So, Jim, you have think. an email? Uh, I do have an email from our, uh, our dear friend's. Sheila from Texas. Hey, Sheila. Sheila. Hey, Sheila. It's been really fun following her adventure, and she's starting to hoard bikes, but that's another story. <laughs> it happens. But uh, Harley guy one. in my sidecar. Oh, yeah. What's up, Misfits? Today I took my neighbor uh, with a Harley painted like a longhorn. Remember oh, that no. one? That guy's cool. Riding the in the sidecar. She needs longhorns for the sidecar. It was a blast. We rode up to the new Harley dealership, over 70,000 square feet. I made my first ever purchase of a Harley-branded product. Oh, wow. (laughs) Was it a mug? Was it mud flaps? That was amazingly close, though. It was, yeah, it was mud flaps. It was a toy shaped like a Harley for her parents' puppy. Oh, oh cool. Which is very nice, yeah. So when we uh, when she left, uh, her and the Harley dude did some donuts in the parking lot to show my neighbor how tight of a turn it can make. The, a crowd began to gather. They began throwing money at her. Next thing, she stood on the seat. and No, she didn't. But a crowd began to gather. They enjoyed the sidecar donuts. Can't turn that tight on their bike. Here yeah. are a few photos. So Sheila's got her sidecar. She got it mounted. I think even though the instructions didn't come with it, it looks awesome. It actually looks it's like something of it. Cool. It has a Tim Burton kind of a Tim Burton yeah. look kind of to it. Does. it. How much do you guys love the picture? 
Of the heart of God. That dude is bigger than the fucking sidecar. Yeah. <laughs> no, he rides a, a longhorn. He had to break his legs to get into that thing. Yeah. <laughs> they had to winch him out. Exactly. Yeah. His lower torso is that sidecar. Who this, needs legs? This looks like a legs. scene out of Misery. Yeah. But it's cool, though, because, you know, Sheila's been, uh, this has been a, a bit of a the journey for her, getting this sidecar yeah, thing man, going. for her. But now it's on, and she's digging it, and she's having fun and stoking people out. So right on. Well done. And, Doug, you have an email to read. I do have an email. Uh, this is from Tim and he writes uh, hey guys I really enjoy your podcast especially Douglas he's the funniest guy I've ever heard in my life (sighs) and so humble (laughs) and handsome Uh, too and handsome to boot and I'm really in a hairy he's got a big dick (laughs) hey guys I really enjoy your podcast as I am a regular listener I lived in downtown down east Maine and this winter I have been looking for a BMW K75 to avail so to no avail so far. Do doing my diligence. Sorry, I can't fucking read tonight. Doing my due diligence on the internet, I have seen several comments about this bike being soulless or having no character. Mm-hmm. My question to you guys is: Is it possible for a bike to fit these descriptions? I mean, it is a motorcycle, right? Can it be that a bike can be so reliable that it becomes mundane? I am looking for a K75 because I kind of dig triples. Mm. I have parts of three GT750s uh, trying to make one. Also, I'm collecting parts to assemble a Yamaha R5. I'm a large fellow, 6'5", 270, and my commuter bike, a Yamaha SR500, strains a bit at times. <laughs> it also gets a little buzzy at 70 miles an hour. And yes. It tingles SR500. My, and it tingles my gentleman parts in a way that is not as pleasant as one might think. <laughs> anyway, looking forward to your responses and keep enjoying the nice riding environment that you enjoy out there. Thanks again, Tim. All right. So cool. now, Tim. to answer your main question... Yes. Yeah. There's a movie that that can covers that. Can a bike be soulless? Can a bike you know what, man? Be so reliable that it comes Monday. You yeah, know what? Yes. I don't think it's look. The, reliability I, is it's not it's something you that. want. It's that doesn't make it soulless. It, I don't. Oh, a bike works. That's great. You want a bike to work. I don't think it's right? the reliability that makes it soulless. Yeah. I I've ridden a few bikes where I've just felt it's it's a really great piece of machinery, but that's all it is. It's not a a partner in an adventure, but I've also ridden a bike that is completely 100% reliable and it has been a partner in adventure, a soul, like it's 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 not the reliability that makes it soulless. It's yeah. the type of bike that how it rides, how it feels, how it sounds, how it reacts to you your input. And some people will ride a bike and say this is just a piece of machinery. It's nothing. It's just this is what it, it does what it's supposed <laughs> to do and then another person will get on it and that's their partner in adventure. <clears throat> There's if, a, if you uh, can wheelie it, it can never <clears throat> be soulless. <laughs> There there's, a, there's a document that covers this story. It's called "I Bought a Vampire Motorcycle." <laughs> so um, no, Moyne is actually on to something. So I Moyne's dropping some truth. I've actually owned a K75 RT, um, and I think the soulless comes from it seeming to be underpowered. Mm. When you're getting a big touring bike, much like the Pacific Coast, yeah. I expected so much more out of that bike. Um, it, they're capable. They're, these are all capable. Is that the flying bike. brick? Uh, it's it's no. Yeah. It's a gold wing. Yeah. No. So so the K seventy five RT I think is a beautiful bike. It was mm-hmm. fully capable. Well, Neil I had some took it there. cross country. Did everything I needed, but it's not got that oomph. You know. I think that's what gives it makes it soulless. It just it does the job. It does it well, but not with 
Does your Super Duke have a soul? You know, if a PC-800 whatever had like 150 rear-wheel horsepower, that's a different story, obviously. Well, so the, the, the Pacific Coast disappointed. Also, the first time I finally got onto one of the older concourses, and but when it was new... An older concourse when it was new yeah. I was like oh I expected more out of this you know you're getting like a sport looking kind of touring bike and you expect it to have more growl to it and they sure. don't so I think for me that was a soulless thing but the K75s are great bikes the only thing to um, take into account whenever you're buying an older BMW um, you're gonna have expensive <laughs> repairs that's just Any the bottom BMW, line. BMW, not just an older BMW. Well, older BMWs get to the point where they're going to start needing things replaced. Mm -hmm. And it will be expensive repairs. And the, what you don't want to do is like what happened with um, Andy, who had mm -hmm. an old cheap BMW that they hadn't been doing the repairs. So like the ABS wasn't working, stuff like that. You don't want to have a bike that so, That thing has ABS. It's old school, it, yeah. Well, so the that, RT should have, yes. Wow. BMW, yeah. The K seventy five has ABS. Has ABS. So yeah. on that bike, like, what do you consider old as far as miles? I know it's not black and white, but how many miles would be a lot well, of we're, miles? We're not talking about miles so much old, as we're talking about age. Yeah, but I mean, because it's deteriorate. Okay. So even well, when you look, just, well, you know, when you look at um, Dan, who was got Jim Jim Eckerman gave his K, his K seventy five to one of our guys, Dan, for free. Because it needed like a transmission seal oh, yeah. or something, right? And then Dan said after, and it, this was a clean looking complete bike. And Dan said after getting all the repairs done, it cost its value in repairs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was a free bike and it cost him a few grand to get it repaired. Okay, does that, uh, the K75 have the shaft drive, right? Yes. Okay, is that the shaft drive where you can't service the oil? Is that that No, era? you can. Okay, because they made BMWs where you, like, it's the oil was in there for life, and you couldn't service so, it unless you did some shenanigans. In general, one of these, uh, you can put 200,000 miles on a BMW, yep. but again, it's about, about the age. So, um, I love mine. The only thing now is I wouldn't, I wouldn't have something like a k75 now because now you can get a 15 year old r1150 that can do so much more mm -hmm. you know yeah, very different yeah in the price range um it's hard for me to think that that k75 that i took cross country would now be considered a vintage bike mm -hmm. so yeah uh and the ones i have ridden they feel like a brick to me now um well, everything does after a Super Duke. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's ruined everything. For but, me. Uh, anyway, so I, but that's my answer is: can something be soulless for me? It's that it, that guts, the the wheelie power, you know. The thing to me, hey, is hey, that Jim? Jim, we were just oh, talking shit. about it. Come on in, you, dude. Believe it or not, the thing to me is with motorcycles and the possibility of them being soulless is is if it's not purpose built, like the more things it can do, the less well it can do each individual thing that's when a bike starts to become soulless quote unquote to me um, like a purpose built bike like pumpkin if you want to be a total douchebag <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect for that no, but uh, do you know what I mean though like the more things it can do the less well it can do, do everything yeah so that's just there's no there's no spark See, there there's I no also, spirit in that when you're doing that one thing I I've, don't know I I find soul in like shitty bikes too. 
my yeah. my rebel was a whiny bitch that I never wanted to come home to, and she all she did was complain. But I still there was still soul there. She did nothing well, and the things that she was supposed to do well, she just didn't do at all. Yeah. It re- so it, it, it reminds me of the Blues Brothers movie when they go to buy an organ and they're looking at it and they're yeah. like, this thing's yeah. kind of tired. And then Ray Charles is like, yeah. really? Let me see, and just rips it. So I think so much of it also has to do with a writer. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, so. I think uh, I think Jim would be somebody who should know if the K seventy five was is a soulless bike. We got an email uh, from somebody that K seventy five is a very soulless bike. So Jim, uh, what do, what do you think about that, man? The case. So let me tell you about the case. My experience, so that you have something to no some kind of sounding board. I bought the bike. Um, I fixed all the flaws that were with it within the capability, ba- mainly being the suspension, right? Because mm-hmm. um, they never were that good out of the box. And I continued to take that bike and just crisscross the Sierras, going fishing and camping and up and down and back and forth, mostly like. Portland, Seattle, Vegas, Reno, you know, and back and forth over the mountains and stuff. And I had an absolutely wonderful time. I wrecked it. I painted it. I had the (laughs) rims powder coated pearl white and had it painted, you know, painted it myself and all this. And I would like to say that, yeah, it sounds like a sewing machine. It's extremely smooth. You can go down the highway and just get up and do handstands on it. I used to ride on the tank all day long because I get bored of being on the seat. You know, it's so stable and easy of a bike. And I'm looking at this one sentence in this email. Can it be that a bike can be so reliable that it becomes mundane? Well, the question I have for you is that are you focusing so much on the bike that you're bored? Are you, are you, why aren't you paying attention to the journey? Because that kind of bike was all about the journey. <laughs> it was so fucking point. reliable. <laughs> I went everywhere on that bike. Yeah. You know, the journey I had on that reliable piece of German engineering was awesome. So if you're bored, then you're not effing going anywhere. Yeah, buy a bike from Liza if you're bored. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if you're bored, you know, like, yeah. So motorcycling is about the journey. Motorcycling is about getting out there and doing different things. Sure. It's a specific tool, just the way you know, Doug was talking. You know, different tools for a different job. But if you want to get out and look at stuff from two wheels, that is a most wonderful bike to do it on. Well so That's answered, what I have to Jim. say. Well, well done. Hallelujah. So, Douglas. What did you get for asking? Yes. What? I think uh, coming up next, you posted something yeah, on our Facebook Yeah, a couple of weeks page. ago, I had, I had put up a post on the Recycle uh, Garage Facebook page saying, hey, listeners, we want to see your whips. And of course, Adrian responded with a um, Ethernet cord. <laughs> I was, I was impressed tails. with the amount of responses we got. Um, and so Nock and I are going to go through a few yeah. here and just kind of say which ones we like. And, you know, um, the first one that caught my eye, of course, was the, the trail from Tyler. <laughs> Chinesium trail clone. Oh, it's it's a clone, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, this thing is really shiny. It's new. I, I, coming from someone who's owned a Trail Seventy, I mean, there's there's a lot of love there. It's still fun. They're totally fun. So much. Yeah. Fun. Um, the uh, one that I liked is the Motus, mostly because like it's a V4, <laughs> it's a push rod, and he'll be made so in, proud in to hear that. And uh, it's a rare bike, and those things are pretty cool. That's John, John's bike, right? John's bike, yeah. yeah. There's there's like 35 of them here, so yeah. <laughs> it's going to take me a minute yeah. to scroll through uh, them. What's the other one that you liked? Um, that would be the... Let me find it real quick here. Oh, Chris sent one. Chris <laughs> sent one, of course. Yeah. That's a very flash mm-hmm. bike. Um, this would be uh, from Tony. 
he says current current daily while my CB450 is being rest modded. Uh, 72 Titan T500. It's a two-stroke with expansion pipes. Loud as hell. Drum brakes. No power till 6,000 RPM. Got it for a steal. Cleaned it up. And now it usually starts, quote unquote, on one kick. Never had a two-stroke before. And it took some getting used to, putting it mildly. Getting on the throttle is like no power, no power, no power. Oh, my God. Warp speed shift. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, cool. two-stroke lever, do another two-stroke lever. Hey, have fun on that thing and don't don't kill yourself. And, and it yeah. looks really nice, too. Drum brakes. Drum it's, a, brakes. it's a twin 500 two-stroke. Overpowered in a noodly frame. Yep. Yep. That's, I'm into that. Yep. It's scary. I like what, scary things. What about uh, uh, Antonio Bustamante's 2003 Jixer with the awesome fairings? I think he posted about three different bikes. Yeah, he? he was assembling it and kept sending us pictures of I think he was updates. excited. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought like, that was really cool, too. I like the fairings. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a... I'm a Speak up for Lucas and say uh, that Jixer with a stretch string arm, Chris Singh seems. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris, yeah, that's, bike that's is pretty awesome. cool. Chris, why don't you call us and yeah, have that thing us? Is nasty. Yeah. Have Give us, us the rundown sh- on that. Show shit, us man. how you actually pronounce your last name because nobody. <laughs> Singh, <Simi. laughs> he's also a super cool dude. For the record, he has put up with my incessant mm. pictures of my shitty welding that is coming along, <laughs> and questions and panic attacks, and he has told me to breathe. I think about <laughs> six thousand times. Doesn't when he have I'm a welding. super duke too? Um, I'm not sure. I'm pretty okay. sure he's got a super The majority duke. of what we talk about is laying beads, so I'm, I'm not <laughs> well, quite an, sure. You got a nice bathroom box. Code. <laughs> I, yeah, I do have a nice box now. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Chris. So, the you know, the, the thing that I really enjoyed about this post is um, all the people posting their bikes that any one of those could fit in in this garage. Oh, yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Like, but there's dirt bikes, and there's cruisers, and there's sport, and there's all of them everything. I like yeah. uh, mini bike. It's like, oh, yeah. Ken These Glaze. are all our people. Yep. Yeah, Ken's got a nice Ken bike, Glaze too. There's not, enough, there's not enough uh, dildo on it, but... Yeah. <laughs> what it's a 1976 CBF, uh, CB750F uh, restored. It's got this nice great tank. I think I, I mentioned I like this bike uh, a couple podcasts ago. But I had one of those. It's a very cool bike. Uh, looks like it's cafeed out. looks like it's very well done. With a the kickstart, too. Kickstart and a little stubby uh, exhaust. Do you guys yeah. see the 1975 KZ400 uh, in mm-hmm. Australia? That yeah. Sky Ross have a scone. This thing oh, is, I saw that. Uh, yeah. yeah, with the Clubman yeah. bars and shit. It, the thing is cool. super cool. The, right. It's a KZ400, you said? Yeah, KZ400. That's what I used yeah. to ride in Boston. So my favorite, though, is Damien, who posted his Triumph. With the cop car with, behind him. With the cop car, the lights going. This is the only picture. Like, he got pulled over and he had <laughs> the wherewithal to get off and take a picture. And, uh, <laughs> oh, James, yeah. James Folder on, on the tank. Sportster 48. That yeah. thing actually looks really nice. Very cool. Gas tank. It's got like the sparkle tank. <laughs> I picked it because it comes with the largest pussy magnet from the factory. Um, <laughs> I think that's the one by Carlin Ness says. If he could have back, it was that one. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a cool one. Um, and then, of course, there's the... Uh, that's my favorite here. What, yeah. about, the, what about the Buell? Okay, I think K75S. Gotta be from Kevin. Soriano. Uh, the totally a, awesome Kawaseki. It's a K-E-W-E-S-E-K-I. Kiwiseki. <laughs> uh, he was on a trip to Burkina Faso, I think, on a, some kind of weird um, personal trip thing, and uh, they, that's what they have. They're like Chinese clones. It says of, G125 with a yeah. kickstart. Uh, and so it's, it, the, the the font is actually the Kawasaki font, but it's Kawaseki. Yeah. It's yep. very cool. Total ripoff. That's great. Yeah. But they got this um, Damon Douglas with the mm-hmm. Buell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the customed out Buell, and he's got the uh, um, the uh, matte finish on it, and the uh, powder coated gold or the uh, the gold rims. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That is it kind of cool. looks like the uh, that Jixxer oh, you yeah, have yeah. out there, that new one, 
with the headlights. Oh, and with stuff the dual headlights up front. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, what it comes down to is like y'all have some cool bikes, man, and like it's nice seeing there's a huge variety of motorcyclists and motorcycle types. What, yeah, there. I like the I like the wheels on that on that Buell. Yeah. Yeah. I always flash. thought Buells made some cool wheels. I think that what's pretty cool too is like where all these pictures are coming from, like all all over the, the world, not yeah. just like California, Santa Cruz, like. Guy was from Australia, and in the basket case Canada. Here. <laughs> yeah, there's a basket here. Yeah, Mike, in the boxes. Mike, mm, not even gonna try to pronounce that. Um, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> there's a couple bikes here. Three DOHC CB750 basket cases. So, Liza, this is right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to thank everyone for sending those in. That was yeah. really cool. Yeah. I didn't cool. think it would get this big of a response, and yeah. I really, it really enjoyed looking through all these bikes because you know, it's, keep it's, sending them in, guys. Well, you it's know, the what? same shit that we do here. You know, it's yeah. fucking great. It's we'll kind of like a regular thing. Just keep sending those pictures. It's kind of like how they're saying they appreciate seeing our pictures and videos and putting faces to our names i love putting the bikes, bikes to, to the list. name yeah that's yep. the only yeah. problem i have is and nobody's setting the name of their bike you and, know what well, I mean? and speaking of names actually i wanted to give a shout out to jorge pena yeah jorge. who sent in his picture of his 2009 kawasaki concourse consuelo consuelo yeah. <laughs> hola consuelo <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's very cool. Gusto, yeah, don't don't wait for a post from us to show us your rides. Please feel free to, to email us or yes, put them on the Facebook page. You know, that's what's rad. Totally. Yeah, that was really cool. Thank you, everyone, and thanks, Doug, for posting it. Yeah, that was, that was, a, cool that was a good idea. Cool idea. Awesome. So, speaking of bikes from around the world, <laughs> there is a reason. There is a reason why we are the number one motorcycle podcast in all of Pakistan. We're the only one. <laughs> and that would be our good friend Moin, yeah. who's here with us tonight. Moin, welcome. welcome. So we apologize to the, the listeners famous. of Pakistan for the cursing in general. <laughs> I know. I like, realize, you know. like, we've subjected you to alcohol and dicks and nudity <laughs> and I burritos. The, I think the ones who <laughs> listen to it are. Are kind of used to all this, all the all the dicks and the alcohol already. <laughs> That's why they're on here listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're at the right place. They're desensitized. They're, right? yeah. they're the ones who are not scared away. So, Moin, we'll just do a quick recap yeah. of who you are. Um, so, Moin was here. Uh, has it been two years now, or just a year ago? I think a year ago. Um, so, Moin is our friend who invites people over to Pakistan and shows them around. And Jim was the first one who went on the trip before me and he's that's how i found out about it through jim and, and the gang that went and then i went last year i actually never had the chance to ask you mm-hmm. how was it <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I know we were together for like two weeks but you know once you're back and like two weeks it's after a, you've you've finished your trip that's when you that's when you really it really sinks in so well i i'll i'll answer that with a couple questions okay. a who returned a bike with no damage to it whatsoever? Um, I think in the last three, four years I've been doing this, they've only been they've only been like just a few people who've That was a rhetorical question. They they <laughs> who haven't <laughs> dropped their bike at all. And, uh, and we're talking not even a flat tire, yeah. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and that doesn't mean she was super careful or super slow she was one of the fastest so who was, who was the first person <laughs> to the destination from our group every, every time. time every time it was Liza and, yeah. and sometimes sometimes it was hard for me to catch up and this is like my backyard you know the Himalayas are literally my backyard because I go up there like nice. seven eight months in a year I'm there nice and then 
some stretches it was just like Liza you can't go faster than me yeah. <laughs> the locals are watching man no, come no. on he, he's, he's being nice Moyen can outride me all day however there were points and Jim you may have encountered this too you get it where he's he's hurting cats basically yes. because we're riding in a group of different um, t- riding techniques and skill levels of which I just kind of kept riding and I was having fun riding fast. Mm-hmm. Some of the guys wanted to take pictures and then some were newer riders who just didn't go very fast. So he would kind of ride up with the front with me and show me around. We'd ride fast and then he'd, he'd say like, okay, now I go I'm gonna check on them, but you go ahead. But then uh, your accent sounds just like him. By the yeah. way, <laughs> you you go ahead up the road, you'll be okay. And cut to like an hour later, and I've been riding by myself through Pakistan. Yeah. <laughs> like, am, am am I okay? Like, should, have I missed a turn? Should I stop? Did something happen? You didn't get shot riding alone. <laughs> no, but it's like, <laughs> it's like, did that happen to you, Jim? Did you ride alone? And we're like, oh. there was there was one day where either everybody else wanted to stop and take pictures or I was really on my game and got into a rhythm or both and I I got like an I hit a checkpoint like an hour and a half in front of everybody and I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on because I'm trying to work it out with the police and they're taking my passport number and asking me why I'm there and I'm trying to say well yeah there's this biker group and they just look at me like I'm crazy (laughs) right because I thought they'd already hit the police checkpoint which so we were way behind uh, everybody was way behind Jim, I don't know. I don't know what happened that day. I just hit a rhythm. And other days, I was really slow. So it really also depended on individual days and terrain. And you know, yeah. that was a really potholy, yeah. rainy day. So right. yeah, I mean, it's kind of scary when you're just like, you know, like, I'm, uh, am I okay? Like, I'm just. I there were times that I felt like I'm out here just ready to be kidnapped. <laughs> you know, just yeah. just ready to be kidnapped. Yeah. Oh, American woman by herself riding through a village. Okay, but mine would then eventually catch up. And every single time, he actually was a very good judge of how, when he needed to her- skedaddle and catch up to yeah. me before we hit a checkpoint or something. So, Or sometimes he'd say like, oh, just stop at the gas station. Yeah. Which again was like, hi right. guys, are you calling all your friends to come pick me up? Because, <laughs> okay, I'll just like say hi, where's the Coca-Cola, <laughs> you know? But um, no, it was a lot of fun. I, I definitely did ride aggressive. I wasn't there just to sightsee. Those roads were so amazing. <laughs> and there were times where we were treating it like a racetrack. Basically. Yeah. But you guys have to know, and I, I've mentioned, I've talked about this, like when we were up in Karimabad, and you said, hey, let me show you around. We'll go, everyone else wants to do rest. Can, can you just not talk in my accent? I can't, I can't. It's something that, that's how it works. <laughs> it's just, uh, listening to myself, my accent is just really bad. I'm sorry, everybody who has to listen to my accent, but no, I can't listen worry. to my accent. <laughs> it is entirely charming. Don't worry about it. I think what so, really uh, keyed me off to this writing fact is there's a lot of motorbikes in that country. There's a lot. Everybody yeah. gets around by motorcycle. So you go yeah. through these villages and villages, and it should not be something unusual. But when you go through village after village, and everybody turns their head before they see you, when they hear you coming, they turn their head and everybody stares, you might be going too fast. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just following Moin or Sonny, and we're, we're going fast. And then at this one point, he wanted to give me a tour of uh, Karimabad up in Hunza, and we went up to the village, and then Sonny caught up to us. And then it's suddenly, 
I don't know. Suddenly we're in a race. Well, is, is, this, is this a racetrack you're talking <laughs> about? Yes. I have a video of that. Suddenly <laughs> we are, it went from let's go see the village to now we are in a flat out race down a narrow mountain village, not even necessarily paved road. Yeah, yeah. And there's water crossings and there are cattle and people and bumps and we are just flat out and by the way we had stopped and dropped off all of our gear yeah. right and i think liza was without her helmet too no no helmet <laughs> <laughs> and flip-flops you had flip-flops, I had flip-flops. <laughs> and, and it just was just flat out and we just had a blast and like you know you every speed bump was just an opportunity for great air yeah. so we were just gunning it and going for it and we we finished and i come back I'm like oh man that was so much fun like are there like speed limits and like what would happen like if we hit somebody he's like oh no that is very bad you do not want to do that <laughs> just like, what you just took me <laughs> for a reckless ride and, like and, i have no idea if there were any laws there or not yeah there's they, laws yeah. I, I had no idea if there were <laughs> they are but i think the coolest part was when we got back to our hotel liza was like i'm gonna go back do one, do one more lap and that, that lap was like i don't know 35 minutes or yeah. something so we came back i was like okay i'm done you know you're riding for you're riding fast continuously for like 30 minutes you're tired we got back liza's like okay i'm gonna grab my helmet and go do that again oh <laughs> i took eason and it was in the rain yeah. <laughs> yes let's go do it again so um i had so much fun thank you for that i mean it was just a rider's heaven and then it was scenic and the people were cool too but so i wanted to talk about i I, let's talk a little bit more a about you and some of the crazy shit because for you people in this room the people listening you may not know this kid over here the crazy stuff he (laughs) does damn kid right What, what are you doing in the states right now what are you doing coming back right now um right now i just uh i basically needed some time off um from myself when i'm in pakistan i can't i can't sit at one place and i just have to constantly be doing something something uh, something reckless reckless <laughs> <laughs> like completely re- reckless and i just wanted to get out and 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 just be here and i i went to school in california so i feel i literally feel at home in california especially yeah. in, in in the bay area you know uh, you San certainly Jose, look San. at home here yeah so I, <laughs> let's let's talk about reckless for a second moin um have do you have much experience doing motocross um no i've i've never done uh any motocross riding before uh two months ago <laughs> moin who is the current champion of pakistan motocross racing <laughs> i've only done like it was a <laughs> yeah so in, in, in it, it was really cool uh, in in november the, the, the answer is moin is the current <laughs> champion of pakistan he entered a race and won how many yeah so i entered a race on a kawasaki 100 borrowed a hundred cc two-stroke Kawasaki, and nice. um, I took part in all the classes. In the one twenty-five <laughs> class, there was no hundred cc class, so a one two five class, a two fifty class, and an open class. Wow! And I won all the three classes <laughs> on a hundred cc, a hundred cc two-stroke. So it was a lot of fun. And now I'm here, and I really want to get a MX motocross bike just so I can pra- practice more. Because I know all these fuckers in Pakistan—they're practicing <laughs> while 
I'm here. <laughs> so when I go back, they're going to be faster than me. So I want to learn yeah. here, well, ride with uh, the Met- Misfits Metcalf crew. Metcalf has a great motocross track, so does Hollister. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. crashed and there a few even times. Even trail riding is going to hone your motocross yeah, skills. So and get a, you, you have a BMX bike or a mountain bike? I don't have anything here. Okay. Well, so... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm trying to pick up a MX bike just so I can go ride with you guys, Hollister maybe. And I know, as I've never ridden it before, I know I can improve and be a lot faster than I am right now. Do you have health insurance? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't, but I have a return ticket to Pakistan and, <laughs> and I have insurance in Pakistan. Yeah. So. <laughs> I hope so, you're the six million dollar man. <laughs> so you guys, so we're painting a picture here. So this guy, he's just. He's just a badass rider. He so charges. he borrows a bike. Hook and him he, up with Cody Webb. And he, and he <laughs> enters and he wins. So another thing he did, with no training whatsoever, he gets on a 1950s single-speed pedal bike and went riding through Pakistan for 81 days. I hope you upgraded How many seat. miles did you do? I did 2,620 kilometers, which is around, I think, 1,900 miles. Damn. Okay, you guys, no yeah. training. So yeah. the temperature, no the temperature when you started was negative eighteen centigrade. <laughs> yeah. How many? What, uh, how hot was it in Karachi when you finished? So when I when I started, it was negative eighteen, and when I f- uh, when I finished the ride, it was uh, forty eight degrees Fuck. centigrade. <laughs> so it was almost like wow. uh, a jump of like sixty <clears throat> degrees from the coldest to the the hottest. It was really how hot. How many? Uh, six degrees Celsius. Sixty and degrees Celsius. Centigrade. What kind of elevations centigrade. were you yeah. peaking? Yeah, so I started from uh, fifteen thousand four hundred feet mm-hmm. elevation, wow. and I ended at at the sea. How many? Oh, so going down, down, downhill. Yeah, how hard can that be? <laughs> there were some yeah. ups was, and downs. You know, I I thought it'll be it'll be super easy because it's all downhill. Sure, but. But all the downhills would last maybe like 40 seconds, and all the uphills were like three hours. <laughs> so, so honestly, honestly, when people tell me, oh, it was all downhill, I'm like, you know, I will pay you to. I will pay you to go just try it. Just the, just yeah. this one hill. You know the Pasu, welcome mm-hmm. to Pasu hill. On, on that, uh, from that welcome to Pasu point to Gulmit. Uh, it's on a motorcycle. It's like maximum like fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. On the on this damn bicycle, it took me four and a half hours, <laughs> oh and it God. was it was constantly it was constantly uphill. Yeah, and it was so uphill without gears, no suspension. That I don't know how I can. Translate uh, sh- uh, this. Why I'm would you do this to yourself? <laughs> well, you had a big support crew following you, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> what? <laughs> so basically, I told this friend of mine. I, it was it was supposed to be a stupid joke. I told my, this friend of mine that I'm going to ride a bicycle from Hunjra Pass, the highest point in Pakistan, uh, the highest road in oh, Pakistan. Oh, did you lose a bet? <laughs> no, no, no. I I told him I'm going to do this ride, and he's like, "You can't do it. You're so unfit and un- unhealthy." So I haven't. <laughs> I haven't worked out in the last 10 years even once I haven't played any sport I'm like super unhealthy and I eat once a day one <laughs> meal in 24 hours and so I'm so unhealthy and he's like you can't do this I was like bitch I'm gonna do this and, <laughs> and when he Did said you, you say bitch I'm gonna do this yeah. <laughs> and then he's like you you cannot do this and he told a few of my other friends and and then my family and 
everybody around me was like you obviously can't do this this well, is yeah, just you got to do it and then i was like okay Definitely. i'm just going to do it i understand now <laughs> i was like i'm just going to do this to show you guys you know so when mm-hmm. i when i was halfway when i came to my town lahore i called them for dinner over at my place and they all came over and they were just like you threw your man card they down. were just i was like so i so i told them and i have started to believe in this after this bicycle ride that Yes, being healthy is very important and working out is very important, but the mental game is is the most important thing. Sure. If you have decided that you've going to you're going to do this, the brain thing is much more important than any fucking muscle in your body. Yeah. I'm screwed then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many uh, cigarette breaks did you have while you're on top of those hills? Uh, you know, my parents are going to be listening to this podcast okay. in Oops. Pakistan, but I smoked while riding the <laughs> What what does that even mean? You mean just like cruise it? You doing it, man? It, it's just like uh, I don't know how to translate that. <laughs> <laughs> Cruising hard. It's a gay thing. <laughs> no. no. Oh, so okay, while you're here, something we haven't talked about in the past, yeah. but I'd love yeah, to hear more about the motorcycle culture in Pakistan. So um, we were talking about how. Here people ride for recreation. For play, I mean, yeah. some, some people it's 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 everyday riding, but for the most part in our society, it's recreation. Yeah. So what is it like in Pakistan? So back home, usually a big majority, I would say 95% of the people who ride motorcycles, they ride motorcycles only because they cannot afford a car. They they don't want to be on a motorcycle. They're only on a motorcycle because they can't afford a car. And as soon as they can afford a car, they will never touch a motorcycle ever again. Yeah. But then, but then there's this small minority which is growing. But there's this little number of people who have started to actually enjoy riding. And a bunch of there are a bunch of people be like we have in the U.S. as well who are like Starbucks runners. You know, they have the yeah. fanciest bikes, but they, in ten years, they have like 500 miles on their bikes because they ride two miles every Saturday or Sunday to <laughs> Starbucks and back. <laughs> so we have some of those as well, but there are a lot of. Uh, riders in Pakistan, like my friend Sunny, like Bilal, who ha- who owns a who I think who buys a new bike every year, a fancy GS twelve hundred or something, and he but he he actually rides all over the country all year round. And then there's this Iqbal Gangla who has a Yamaha Tenere six sixty and who did like I think twenty five thousand kilometers last year. Yeah, he wow. was just on the bike the whole time. And Iqbal Gangla is the same guy who we That's- met. We met him in um, near Mardan, near Mardan, right? at, at the gas station. The so he's always riding. So there's this, and he has a lot of following, and and a lot of people follow a different agenda as well because people are getting into motorcycling not not just to commute to work and back, right. but actually just enjoy the the freedom and the you know, the riding. So yeah. other than That's these cool. special bikes that are brought in, what are basically your motorcycle options in Pakistan? So the 
you're something you can easily get mm-hmm. you know at the top of the game is the Honda 125 mm-hmm. it's it's uh, CG the CG 125 yeah. it's single cylinder um air cooled it is it is bulletproof it will ride forever it will run forever mm-hmm. and uh, you know I, I use those I it. use those on my tours now and you know we crash them we thrash them we not all of us <laughs> but they just run forever so they're yeah. like and you have parts for these bikes all over the country I Atlas tried s- I tried to break mine you, <laughs> do you remember Jim I don't know if I told you this but when we were on the KKH at one point I was just full tuck full bore trying to race Sunny yeah. I went past the red line yeah. <laughs> I pinned oh, yeah. it pinned it yeah. past the red line and I thought well uh, uh, I Oh, okay. Like, I guess. All right. I don't know what's going to happen. I was waiting for it to blow up. Never did. Never. They won't blow up. They sell Never Atlas did. Honda sells. I think was it eighty thousand bikes a month? Yeah. yeah. In Yikes. Pakistan, eighty thousand one twenty fives every wow. month. Holy shit! Every and, month. And you can get levers like uh, well, I I my bike fell off a kickstand and we got a lever at like no. And how much does a lever cost? I think how much does a, like a cut lever cost? I think it's it's like 70 cents. 70 yeah. cents. Yeah. Wow. Shit. Yeah. Right. And and so and then there's and, the and, 70. And the mechanic who will change yeah. your lever there's no labor cost. Right. <laughs> right. So it's wow. 70 cents for he will change it Installed. for you as well. Right. Install. Wow. Yeah. So there's the 125 and then there was the 70 that we saw a lot of. Yeah. You you see 70 a lot more uh, because they're Obviously, very good on gas, more efficient on This gas. This is a CG, also, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But lower down, they just don't cut it up in mm-hmm. the, up high. Yeah, in the And mountains. I yeah. saw people touring on them. People tour on 70s as well, and I've seen people tour on 72 up with the gear for two yeah. people. Wow! So these things just go. But of course, the way you fuckers ride, <laughs> <laughs> right? There can't be any luggage on it, and you guys, you know, obviously. Uh, all the bikers who come with me, we go up. We don't have any luggage on our bikes. There's a support vehicle that has all our mm-hmm. shit coming, following us. Yeah. So we're like super fast, and all the locals are just like, okay, these guys are fast. And then <laughs> I encountered a couple. Like the the nice bike was the I believe the Suzuki GS150. Yeah. Right. Like oh, wow. that was that was a traveling a touring bike. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, the GS uh, 150s are fairly new. They only came to Pakistan like two years ago. Um, so I love that bike, but there are no parts available for that bike north of Islamabad. Mm. So yeah. that's kind of that that that's hard because you know we drop our bikes all the time, and we drop our bikes all the time, and something breaks. You can't even find levers for the Suzuki 150s north of Islamabad. So the network yeah. they're building their network, and hopefully in like a year or two they'll they'll get a lot better. But right now the GS 150s they're amazing bikes, but just the parts. Are not everywhere. Honda 125s, the CG 125s. Um, every literally, like every 10 kilometers, there's a shop. Yeah. Uh, there's more Honda shops than there are like 7-Elevens. I know there's not 7-Elevens there, but you know what I mean. Yeah. There, there's yeah. more Honda shops than there are Starbucks in Seattle. Basically, that's a lot of yeah. Honda shops. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Everywhere. just to put it in perspective. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. So okay, there was there was a a subculture there that I'm fascinated with. I want you to explain. Game, what game is? <laughs> okay, so you know we obviously we it's a third world country and there's not a lot of things to do for locals there, and so 
they have to make do with whatever they have. So what they do is they get on their one to fives and they race. Yeah. And and they race and there's this in Lahore. Of course you do. Every city has this, you know, the longest straight stretch. <laughs> um they they choose that and every Sunday all the, the all these Honda 125 cc bikers they get get there and they race and they bet they bet money they bet like pink slips for their bikes and so how they race is the rules are very simple they have to take out they have to take off the front and rear brake pads <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. no like already yeah so no, listen to no, this whole thing no oh, yeah. no brakes allowed and you cannot have both your hands on the handlebars so oh, you have shit. to you have to this is awesome. you have to lay down on your bike with your like chest on your uh, on the tank. on the fuel tank yeah. and and you're laying down on your bike so you change um, the gears with one hand with your left hand and oh. right hand on the throttle so you're laying down that's, that's awesome. and, cool and you don't have brakes front or rear yeah so i don't know how they stop i really <laughs> i really want to go figure it out um, and they they pull wheelies and they like it's 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 super dangerous and <laughs> and it, it sounds like it and, yeah, and yeah, obviously yeah. and obviously like yeah and obviously if you're if you're um, wearing any gear you're like you're like the the chicken like a big you're, pussy you're the pussy yeah. there so no helmets usually people are wearing flip flops and um and like this fluffy shalwar kameez this pakistani dress yeah if so are if you're real bad you just wear one flip flop <laughs> if you have just one leg yeah because <laughs> obviously in in this in this sport the game you don't need legs to ride a motorcycle yeah it so makes you faster makes yeah. you faster yeah but yeah this i don't you know these guys are doing it and yeah it's fine but i don't really promote it ever i because it's just so dangerous because if you fall you die there's no there's no like yeah you yeah. might be saved you know and so police cracks on them and and i i want them to keep racing just wear a helmet that's it yeah. yeah you know you don't have to wear big shoes big gear every leather just a helmet you know okay but hold on hey jim do you remember how much the helmets in pakistan cost no i didn't actually look at what it would what are they, they about seven dollars i think the nice cheap. ones are seven dollars yeah. the nice <laughs> ones are so they're pretty cheap i want to give you an idea of how well these helmets work not seven dollars worth. Oh, the seven is is the good helmet. Yeah. Now I remember talking to the hotel guy running the PTDC and Fender, and between Gilgit and Fender, he said they lose something like twelve or fourteen motorcyclists every month. They die on the road. And my first comment was, were they riding at night? And he says yes. And my second comment was, were they wearing helmets? And he said no. Of course, yeah. You know, and so even just putting one on. I mean, something would be better than nothing. And they all. And I asked, then I asked him if he knew how many died of head injuries, and he he didn't really know, but he just he said he thought that it was most of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and that's every month. So they lose yeah. what you know, 150 guys a year on this one stretch of road, right? Yeah. And it's, it's like it's, a, it's pretty sad, but it's also um, you. I can't justify it, but you know, a lot of the people they make very little money sure. to to buy a nice helmet. And uh, they have like you know you can get a a cheaper used Chinese seventy cc bike for maybe like hundred and fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and they're really like they they really make maybe fifty dollars a month, and they or maybe a little bit more, but they have to uh, support like a big family with this little money. So helmet is like the last thing they wanna right. mm-hmm. they wanna think about. But 
I stress a lot about you know I speak at different schools universities in 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 Pakistan I tell them like motorcycle if is the most fun fun thing to do in your life and helmet is the most important thing on a motorcycle like there's no there's no question about it you know i i have this little honda 50 in pakistan this that's my favorite motorcycle it's so tiny and i wear a i wear a helmet riding that and cuz you ride it on one wheel usually <laughs> yeah but it's so tiny i've seen it, the videos it, but it's it's so tiny but you know a lot of people are like why are you riding this bike with a helmet on you don't need a helmet on this and I, and I'm like no you need a helmet you know you th- this is just you just have to wear a helmet on a motorcycle it's just common sense but just uh, education is educating people is very important right. and they just don't understand that it is important that this will actually save your life so right. how how many women ride in your country um i think there's the number is growing but it's still two Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I think kidding. the number is growing, but it's still uh, it's still very very small. So let's clear up some misconceptions. Is it illegal for women to ride in Pakistan? Not at all. It's it's just the um, it's just a cultural thing that women just don't ride. It's they they're always on on the motorcycle, like behind, sitting at the back of a motorcycle. But side I, saddle, side saddling. Yeah, there's a reason why. Why why are they riding side saddle? Um it's it's more of a I think it's just a cultural thing but you know when you see Pakistan and India was just one India before and there's a lot of female riders in India but not in Pakistan so it's just a cultural thing that women are um I know personally I know a few girls who ride motorcycles mm-hmm. and they're like we've never been harassed or we've never gotten in any sort of trouble and people generally who figure out that it's a girl riding a motorcycle they actually give us way and give us um priority over you know uh, passing them or something like that but but it's just a cultural thing the parents are not comfortable letting their their daughters on mo- motorcycles and tell me women about aren't part of the workforce that much even like this this you don't have seam stresses like here you know let's say you know sewing and whatnot is typically <coughs> in the united states been a female type of job you had mm-hmm. women doing a lot of the sewing and alterations and things and it was a female role over there that's a male role mm-hmm. so yeah. these a lot of the jobs that we have here that females are out in the workforce doing things just aren't happening there there's not a lot of participation by females in the workforce yeah. and i think as that changes we'll see more women on bikes yeah. hopefully and you know how carpenter being a carpenter is a male thing mm-hmm. over here but i don't know if you went to that yeah, I did. Th- th- that factory yeah, the, the carpentry school carpentry for women school it yeah. was just women there and they awesome. were building like uh, furniture and tables and chairs and wow. every all everything was just women in that factory mm-hmm. and they were doing everything they were doing like really uh intricate woodworking intricate yeah. woodworking making yeah. furniture carving all sorts of stuff but also learning how to build walls for construction yeah. because a lot of the homes they're living in are built by stone mm. and now they're learning how to use new building materials like <gasps> insulation in a wall are you kidding yeah, that's cool yeah so well so but hunza's different though too you have to you have to kind of preface that and yes. say that hunza's like a really enlightened area yeah, yeah. it's the berkeley right. of pakistan <laughs> it is it is actually but you know sunny noman yeah. um ha- actually invited he started a all girls um uh, carpentry school in lahore nice oh, so cool. it's it's kind of sp- 
it's kind of spreading and That's i know awesome. there's another uh, uh, school that offers just for women carpentry stuff classes and stuff like that so That's cool. you know it, i i i see it changing i see it growing but obviously it's very slow right now so moin i contacted you a few months ago cuz i had a crazy idea to further change perception and awareness you want to talk about what we're potentially going to do <clears throat> yeah so you know how uh, when you said how many girls uh, ride motorcycles and somebody said two so maybe he was maybe he was joking but you know this is the perception yeah. that that it's illegal or it's dangerous for women to ride motorcycles I don't Pakistan. think I saw any Well, let me just backtrack real quick and just tell you yeah. the reason I contacted you was after our trip, I saw a post on Facebook uh from a woman named Zenith Irfan who rode basically the same route we did around yeah. the same time and made international news as a woman riding around Pakistan. Yeah. I was like, "Uh, hello. Uh I did it and Rebecca and Janet and right. you know other so people many, yeah. Have done Definitely. it. What's the difference? Oh, wait a minute." she's a pakistani woman yeah. huge double standard okay wait a minute and that's when i called moin and said moin i think i need to come back and i think i think we need to teach some women how to ride yeah and i think th- i think that it, it's brilliant uh, it'll be it'll be something really cool to do and then an all girls motorcycle ride up in the mountains would be just epic That'd be fantastic I, i can see Liza's mm-hmm. trip it'd be day one is how to shift day two is hooligan <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you how well do you think this will be received this idea uh, how, how would you go about getting candidates for for this so um so you know generally the the girls i know who ride motorcycles they ride in like flat uh, lahore mm-hmm. which is like san jose there's no um no mountains at all so I think it would be it would be really wrong to take them up in the mountains just teach them and the next day we take them up in the mountains so it'll be really right. just dangerous for them but I think just I don't know filming five women from here from all over the world riding up north uh, and and I don't know filming their tour and they me- them meeting uh, locals wherever they go and they give like you know smaller lessons or something it's okay. not about it's not about teaching or anything it's just getting them comfortable when they right. see random women from all over the world in pakistan riding motorcycles they might get comfortable with the idea of they can also mm-hmm. ride sure. so they wh- just don't know if they can if they can ride so i know? think and doug what i've experienced is it's not illegal there but it's not socially acceptable so um, most women don't own a motorcycle and they're not going to go break against tradition yeah. to buy one you have to kind of have the blessing of your family or friends or husband to teach you yeah. and, and that's so, the biggest fight is against like the family tradition right? so rarely does that happen in a time I'm sorry to bring it up but where there's still honor killing of course yeah. so um i said you know what i think I I want to come out and let's invite some other western women and let's be role models and let's teach them to ride and maybe even teach them to do a little wrenching because it's not going to be about hey let's go through the mountains and see these great glaciers and waterfalls it's more about getting from point A to point B and being your own 
person and yeah. being empowered to maybe even it's independence <clears throat> even do some re- maintenance so i'm gonna say if you can't wrench or do some basic maintenance you're not really that independent exactly and yeah. so and so he wants to um possibly do a documentary about this yeah. which cool. i think it would be great and already um our good friend emma the mechanic from Jameson's. No. She said she wants to what about Sheila? be a part of it. Do if you had Sheila from Texas? Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, but if you had to pick one person, I would pick Emma. In Daria. Oh, and Daria. from style, Japan style who style wants points. to come out and be a part of this too. So these are women who can ride and have some basic skills too. Yeah, you can always might, bring I Michelle might. DeSalvo. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I. That's the thing, Moyne. Depending upon the the timing and the expenses, I can get some amazing women. And I'm, I know a few women too who might be interested in something like that as well. So, what, what about Mary? <laughs> There's something about Mary. So, <laughs> Moyne, if you're you're you still have to figure out the logistics of how many people can come on this yeah, trip yeah. and such. But if somebody is very interested in attending this or participating or sponsoring because i even pitched hey what if us western women also bring some gear helmets some helmets and some tools and stuff like that i'd go if i could just drive the jeep can i ask you a question though do you think that maybe if 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 you guys are riding through and there's a bunch of people like western people coming through how do you think that that would be received by the general public like yeah, I, the I mean, question I just asked like five minutes ago. No, but I mean, I'm just thinking like like would it would it well, be like an fu to them like oh we're gonna we're gonna because I feel like it's that's like that kind of too broad. And as Moyne said, these women who we may invite to come may have to keep it a secret from their family. It just depends that that he's gonna have to figure that out. Yeah. But Moyne, so if somebody is interested in being a part of this somehow. How do they contact you? I, I think the easiest way would be uh, through email. Uh, and it, it is ride the KKH. That's R-I-D-E-T-H-E-K-K-H at gmail.com. And if you want to ride, shoot me an email. If you want to sponsor, shoot me an email. Get in touch with me or Liza through the podcast. There should be an email up there. When if you're listening to this, you you better know how to contact Liza. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think it'll be it'll be epic. And and I've been doing this for the last four years now. And uh, thank God, Allah ka shukar, I've had no issues whatsoever with Westerners riding motorcycles up in the mountains. Not even not even anything remotely dangerous. Yeah. Um, so. The only thing dangerous is that you fall off a mountain yourself, but right. um, or or I or, or I or I drift into yeah, into you and then we then both fall off a mountain. But <laughs> other than that, you know, it's wait. <laughs> Do you remember the joke I played on you when we were there? You Speaking of falling off jokes. a mountain, <laughs> I did. when I went up ahead and parked my bike around a boulder and went back up the road and jumped down a cliff yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you fucking would Moyne comes riding down this gravel road it's a switch back down yeah. a mountain I reach up dramatically from the from the cliff's edge and, go, oh. <laughs> and I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god there's no ambulance here what he's do like I do? oh my god did you crash <laughs> no <laughs> oh, and he just rode away and left me there <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm only gonna stop if you crash <laughs> <laughs> well, and it doesn't stop there. So, uh, Bagel has also had a bright idea. 
Yes. Well, actually, it's Moeen's idea, which I am totally fired up about, uh, to do a scooter tour of Pakistan up the KKH from uh, Islamabad all the way up to Khunjara Pass. And, Your uh, pronunciation is, like, amazing. Thanks, you. Paying <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, hey, Bagel, what does KKH stand He's for? He's blushing. The, the, the Karakoram Highway. Woo! Amazing. Look amazing. at him go. Oh, I'm a language the, geek, so what can I say? The, the K's in Karakoram was, were perfect, spot yep. on. Right. Thank you. <laughs> no, he's straight up blushing yeah. right now. Highway kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you want to do a scooter tour? Yes. Uh, this would be on uh, probably uh, Vespa Sprints, fi- 70s era Vespas. Uh, going all the way up and back to the Chinese border and uh, I am interested in finding out if anyone else is interested in doing something like that. I'm interested if you can get parts north of uh, Lahore for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, for, and, and for, for scooters, um, actually, you can't find parts. Oh, really? But, yeah, for scooters, nobody ever rides a Vespa scooter oh. north of Islamabad. Oh, but wow. but any goat herder can <laughs> fix it with a rock. I kid you not. Yes, yes. And, and also... Um, because I've done this on a scooter on a 62 VBB I know um, what all breaks so yes. there'll be there'll be two there'll be two trucks following us one will be um, an ambulance uh, no 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 one no. will be one will be carrying our 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 luggage and the other will be carrying our our parts yep. I can see <laughs> I can so, see Moyne talking to Piaggio now or Vespa now you know Honda sent a truck with us yeah. <laughs> so and and for people who are interested in this tour as well as you just have a regular tour for anybody who wants to go which is not like you have a scheduled thing like it's like contact Moyne and say hey I, yeah. I kind of want to come he'll throw something together yeah um, I actually have been working on a website um, okay. so it, the website is ride the kkh.com and uh, it's live right now but it's it's pretty shitty right now but you yeah. can still understand the, you, the there's dates and you know uh, whatever works for you can choose from there and, and there's an itinerary there and some um, some you know uh, overview and stuff like cool. that for different tours so you can contact me through write the kkh yeah. and i would like uh, bagel to tell his email maybe so if you want to do a scooter trip it'll be awesome if you can get in touch with bagel and he will have to choose if you are welcome on the tour. Sure. If you're worthy. Uh, I would I would say actually the best way to get a hold of me is through Facebook. Uh, just look up Tom Bagel Donahue on there. You can find me on the Recycle Garage and yeah. all yeah. sorts of places. Yeah. Uh, hit me up. Let me know if you're interested. Yeah, uh, we'll put this it on is the show notes. yeah. This is this is not something that I would recommend for anyone who doesn't have a lot of writing experience, but someone or who, mechanical experience or a passport. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you definitely <laughs> need that. But, so, uh, but 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 <laughs> anybody who has has good writing experience, if they love riding scooters, especially vintage scooters. And you're not afraid to, you know, push them, push them to the limit, and yeah. and you know, let's you know, make stuff break and fix it along the way. You know, come come and do this. this yeah, is, yeah. This Under, awesome understand trip. that this is not all easy to ride roads. Right. Right, Jim. Parts of it was amazing, but then you'll suddenly have it's challenging. A it's, it can be landslide. Yeah. It can or be a herd. It's something. Well, something. There's the landslides and all that, but or you sand. Know, well, there's like the Osai Plains. Or water. Uh, there's yeah. there's some really, really interesting stuff. But one of the things you have to realize about riding through the Himalayas is that the road is the only flat spot. 
<laughs> so that's where everything yeah. happens. Like that's where the kids play cricket, where right. the goat herders move their stuff around, where people work. Like everything happens on the road because that's the only place where people can exist. So when you're yeah. bombing around and zooming around, you really need to be aware about aware of that. The other thing to know that uh, if you're coming on one of these tours with Moin, you're not riding touring bikes. You are riding Pakistani. 125s which for me was part of the allure i wanted that challenge and that experience uh the the bikes we we did things to bikes that they are not made to do how much of your dirt trail riding experience came through during this pakistan every bit of dirt riding of track riding of distance riding everything came into uh, play hooligan riding as well (laughs) (laughs) i remember what uh, what jim told me we were talking about this he said you want to go get ready to ride in pakistan get a trail 70 or 90 put street tires on it pump them up to 100 pounds and go ride trails for a month right (laughs) (laughs) i think i think off-road experience will help a lot but I've had people on my uh, on on my trip on my Liza trip. Um, there was this one guy who had never r- ridden a motorcycle in his in his life. So when no he, no no, he said no. Twenty years ago, yeah, I so, rode a Vespa once. So when, when, <laughs> basically, when I when he emailed me, I was like, "Do you know how to ride motorcycles?" And I think he was like somewhere around almost 50, 50 55 years old. So he emailed me saying, "I want to come on one of your tours." So I said, "Yeah, you're most welcome. Do you know how to ride the motorcycle?" He's like, he said, "Yes." So I said, "Okay, he's he's old enough. He sh- he should know." <laughs> and when he came, when he came, he couldn't like really ride that well in in the mountains. And so I pulled ride him over. That well. No, I had to when he. Before we started, when he said, "What does this thing do?" Yeah. And he pointed at the clutch the lever. Clutch. Oh. That's when I went. Oh. Yeah. So when shit. he was riding, I pulled him over. I was like, "Okay, you, you when you're going downhill in the in the twisties, you can't have your clutch in the entire time, and you can't ride your brake the entire time. Like, hold on, you know." I pulled him over, and I was like, "You said you know how to ride a motorcycle." He's like, "Yeah, I know how to ride because <laughs> 25 years ago, I rode my des- uh, dad's Vespa scooter." For five minutes. Oh God! But then he <laughs> he was on a two week tour and he rode all the way. He was slow. He would get to where to our hotel or wherever we would stop like two hours after us. But he made it all the way through. Wow! And you know, in the end, the last three four days he got v- a bit too comfortable and he he had a small crash as well. But totaled the bike. You know, but he was but he was ready. He was he rode through the the entire country so and it, it is possible this isn't ex, it's not extremely um it's not extreme riding but it is an extreme adventure i will say and an experience and uh, i encourage anyone to contact us if you want to go on just a regular uh, tour or if you want to be part of the chick tour which is, i know is a horrible name to call it <laughs> i know <laughs> until i come up with something better the chickistan <laughs> chickistan <laughs> or if you want to go ride the vintage yeah. vespas can we get kfc to sponsor the chickistan motorcycles and fried chicken man you can't go wrong with that knock is in I'm so in there if you're interested please contact us i cannot tell you how how wonderful experience this is and you said you you want to do a tour this year if, if people contact you yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I when i say people to. we had four people on our tour how many people do you need to really make it worth it i think uh, the bare minimum is is four okay uh, but five yeah. makes everything just better five or yeah. six makes everything easier um 
so yeah, I highly recommend that. Um, we're getting to the end, so I want to make sure we get a couple announcements made. Jim, you have uh, a couple upcoming events that yep. I want to attend, and I hope the rest of you misfits here want to attend as yeah, well. Yeah, there's actually a bunch of cool stuff coming our it's way. A twofer. It's, it's a, a twofer. twofer. It's our twofer weekend, so... Uh, the really cool thing is the 29th annual uh, 29th annual Clubbins All British Motorcycle Weekend. Nice. And actually, Neil down at uh, Jameson's was talking mm-hmm. to us about this. But anyway, April second and third, uh, Santa Clara County Fairgrounds in San Jose. Uh, still only five bucks to get in. Well, and there's a British show, but then there's also in the same. There's like there's four different, different buildings. buildings. There's an Italian. There's a Japanese, and then there's flat track, flat indoor track, flat track racing, and another oh, yeah, I So this. you have to pay yep. admission to each building, but it's not very much. Yeah, who okay. cares? Wait, I thought it was like one ticket, and you got all that? No. They changed no. it. No. Yeah. yeah, they're okay. separate events. Okay. So, but you can also enter a raffle at Raber's for a buck for a chance to win a 71 BSA B50T. And that's going for two days? Two days. Oh, yeah. So I don't, And I'm not sure what goes on the second day, but there is a morning after ride. So on m- what I'm proposing, and I know it's harder for you, for you, Doug, but on Saturday, we go in the morning to this. And in the afternoon And then in the afternoon. AMA Supercross. Yes. Nice. At <laughs> Levi Stadium, I believe. Also in Santa Clara. I mean, parking will cost us more than anything else, but that would be cool. A twofer, go check out the British bikes in the morning. Yeah. Then some Supercross in the afternoon. Well, if it's April 2nd, I mean, I can request time off. So. Yeah. That would so, be pretty cool. You know, I've actually never attended a mo- Supercross or Motocross event in the U.S., so it'll be epic. If I oh you want to go oh you're yeah, coming yeah. dude okay. yeah so and I'll um, just go out to Moyne right now I got a TTR 125 you're welcome to anytime you want to ride it all right <laughs> so yeah if anyone else wants to join us I think a bunch of us are going to be doing those two events here in Santa Clara and then Mike you have an announcement he's pregnant That's and if it. you can hear that sound that <laughs> is the rain With coming the down yeah. wow it's twins. What? No, the what? The <laughs> V-Twins? Can you hear me? V-Twins? Yeah. Zach, yeah. I think I'm off. You're not. Uh, you're not talking. at all off. Keep oh, okay. talking. Maybe it's my headphones. Anyway, uh, yeah, we did the uh, the calendar release party um, yesterday. Nice. And it was a lot of fun. Everybody who, most of the people who are in the calendar shoot were there. Uh, we had a really nice dinner. And um, it was the first time that anybody in the calendar got to see any of the uh, photos so i think it was uh, it was you know everyone was really happy to see everyone they came out really good we really appreciate mary's job doing this shout outs to mary yeah yeah so we have a we have some extra calendars yeah so what we're gonna do is uh again we're not we're not making any profit off of the calendars it's basically just for us and for the listeners you know who enjoy the show and and uh you know we'll try to make it annual i'll take Um, one what i'll take one Oh, okay, sure. Sweet. Um, so what we're gonna do is we're, we're gonna do a um, if you if you guys want to order any of these calendars, you can. Um, it's twenty dollars. We'll try to make them cheaper next year. We'll get more. Twenty dollars plus shipping. But however, well, it, if you order yeah, a T-shirt for twenty five dollars, I'll throw that in the box. So for forty five dollars, you get a T-shirt and a calendar. There you go. Um, so what we'll do also is we're gonna do a um, we'll do a raffle for the listeners. So if anybody would like to... Uh, Wait, a raffle? A raffle? What? Yeah. Hold on. A raffle, Anyone can get one of these things? Yeah. You're it's being true. very generous here, Mike. I am. So how, what do they got to do to get it? So um, all you need to do is if you'd like to put yourself in the raffle is you can um, you could send uh, an, an email to... Uh, <laughs> recycle motorcycle garage at gmail.com. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I wasn't ready. 
I wasn't your, ready. I usually know what's coming. We, with didn't, your, we didn't turn them on yet. Oh, yeah. We, we, oh, I can help out with that. With your... Um, <laughs> oh, no. Yes, sir. Uh, with your full name um, and your shipping address, and most importantly, the name of your bike. Yeah. Yes. So I would say in the subject line, put calendar, but then in the body, we want to find out the name of your bike because in the calendar we all put the names of our bikes though i did not choose the name that was put in there because my bike is the improper name what if you don't name like <laughs> i don't even i don't even name my pets that was your bike my pets are called name. dog and cat however was, yeah you've probably forgotten so, the original name of your bike it's trip i have a question yes if if somebody you know do you have a lot of listeners in pakistan now so yeah. they're going to email you with their name and they want to be a part of this raffle mm-hmm. thing. So if they win, are you going to ship it to Pakistan? Yeah. Do you guys have the same or maybe days of the month that we have here? Yeah. Same <laughs> calendar. Yeah. Okay, so it'll work. Or, or maybe... Really? Just a warning. It's not China. Wait, do you have leap year? I think I think next month I'm going to go back to Pakistan. So if yeah. somebody wins from Pakistan, I can hey. carry it with me. Oh. It'll, it'll, sh- it'll, it'll save you on shipping. So I- email us, subject line calendar... The body of the email, put the name of your bike. I'm going to steal your shit. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> deadline, deadline will be Sunday afternoon yeah, next we'll, week. We'll do the raffle next week. We will put all those names into a, a, helmet. a helmet and we will draw. We won't let Nock draw it because it's always really he has when really he does bad it. Luck it. Be yeah. him. But, <laughs> win every time. But if you don't want to wait, uh, you know, for the lottery, you can always just, you know, go ahead and send an email, and um, and and we'll send you out one. You just uh, send us a exactly. PayPal for twenty dollars to that email, and we'll send it to your address. You know, make sure yeah. it's your address, though. And I think it's time to stop now that I hear the rain coming it's down. Coming down. Yeah. Oh, I got one more thing to say. What's that? Um, also, too, we're doing all the uh, the videos in line with the podcast and mm-hmm. all the stuff that we do, and I'm really glad that everybody enjoys what we're doing. Yeah, um, watch us do chariot racing today. Yeah. Yes, you I'll, can see chariot racing. Yeah, we so also, now now you get a picture. Uh, we have the Vampires yeah. MC annual spring ride. It's Painter Shine coming up March 19th. I believe we're meeting at 11 a.m. at Cafe Pergolesi downtown Santa Cruz. We're going to do a nice. ride throughout the day and then meet up somewhere and play some pool, have some food. I don't know. It should be fun. And it won't be raining. But the 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 only thing I want to say is if um, if your listeners would like to get um, involved in what we're doing, um, I usually put music with the videos that we're doing. So I'm gonna offer the opportunity for uh, some of the listeners who maybe write and produce their own music, uh, so like I do, and some mm. of the people here. Right. And uh, you can email us at recyclemotorcyclegarage.com. Whatever. Say it. Say it. Say it out loud, Mike. MeCycleMotorcycleGarage.com <laughs> Jesus Christ Anyway Yeah send us some of your music And I'll, and I'll send you a form And then you could just You know Just make a release Saying that we were able to use it And again we're not making yeah, any we'll, profit Yeah we'll off use of your it. music On our videos On exactly. our YouTube page yep. And we'll give you credit for it And stuff like that So Give you a little boost yeah. And Nock, you have something you wanted to state? Yeah, I just want to say uh, thank you for all the listeners and the people who are out there responding to us. We uh, do it for you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? It's we, we do dumb shit. We ride around and burn gasoline, and but it's largely a community effort. And so we do this podcast for ourselves and for you guys. And if you guys want to be part of this podcast, please, please send us your emails. Come by, hang out, and you know, just chill out. Uh, riding season, quote unquote, riding season is, season is coming up. So it'd be nice to see some new faces in the garage and. 
hang out, have a beer, have a smoke, whatever, you know? So yeah. We had yeah. a couple of cool new faces today. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Hip, I should say. Who we probably hip. did. Yeah, hip, hip faces. <laughs> hip faces. <laughs> couple, yeah, hipsters with, on cool mopeds. They yeah. were really cool. Yeah, I got video of that. I will dick. post that, that, pic, that dick pic. Vintage, vintage. <laughs> yeah. vintage Anyone dick. else got anything, or can we get out of here? I think we're done, man. I think we're ready to wrap. So I just, this is my opportunity again to thank everyone who's listened. If you've made it to this to the, this far <laughs> you truly are a listener yeah. and we really appreciate you it's a long ass screw those people man. who we're, tune off at 20 minutes giving people uh, something to commute to work on to something they can commute to and from work on. <laughs> 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 an hour 45 and this no 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 that's not the podcast. actual time it'll be a whole work day soon with eight hour podcast so yeah right. thank you thank you thank you everyone for listening we appreciate it and um I think, uh, Zach, you want to tell people again how they can reach us. Oh, it's my turn? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can find us online at MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com, on Facebook at Recycle Santa Cruz. Send us an email at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com, and you can call and leave us a voicemail at... 831-291-5112. Liza blew it. What the fuck was that? Welcome to Moto Bandito. Back on again. We need to reset Liza. I think it's I think it's time to go get some Chinese food. Some Chinese food. So again, I think we're ready to get out of thank you very much. This is Liza. I am Zach. Hi. He's the worst. Charlie, that was Charlie. I'm Charlie. Charlie, goodbye. Mm, Bagel. This is Knock. Douglas. Did those still make me uncomfortable? This is Moeen. <laughs> just, it just takes a little, little getting used to. You'll, you'll, get, you'll get there. <laughs> this is Kat. Make it, Jim. Charlie will be the best woman to bring to Pakistan. <laughs> Ryan. Jim. And we're out of here. Cool.